0: Hey, Red.
1: What's up, (laughs) Oban?
0: Do you know that uh, if you want to support us more, they can go to our Patreon?
1: Yeah. They get Discord community, Ask Madam Red Anything, and a bonus
0: episode. Mm, And I also hear sometimes there's like a little bit of extra sexy content that comes in once in a while.
1: Absolutely. Sometimes I appear naked.
0: Mm, Where should they go?
1: They should go to truenorthdom.com under our support us into our patreon
0: love it
1: you are now listening to the true north dom podcast a discussion of all things kink fetish diaz and sexual curiosities have your safe word ready kinky friends as you join your hosts madam red and oban Hi, Daddy. Oh, well, is it Daddy or what's going on?
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll just go with Oban. Hi,
1: Oban. How
0: are you? Oh, my God. Look,
1: I'm tan.
0: Oh, yeah. So for everybody, um, we are recording on Zoom again because... Red is traveling the world in a hot, hot zone.
1: I'm in the Antilles Dutch culture in a Caribbean island scuba diving. So did you see my content that I send you that I wore my strap-on dick while I was scuba diving?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course (laughs) I we. President.
1: My friend went down and I was like, Hey, I need a favor. I need you to film something with my GoPro. Are you And He's like, yeah, of course. Mm. So I put on this bright hot pink strap on dick Right. and we went underwater and this thing illuminated everywhere. So really? I ended up seeing a really cool seahorse. So I'm signaling home over to the seahorse. Now, mind you, I'm just wearing this dick as I'm scuba diving everywhere. And the photographer, this guy was there with a the photographer and he's sitting there holding this thing and he looks, because I show up with this like dick and he just looks again. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck?
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> it's not every day you see a scuba diver in, or in, uh, under the water there wearing a <laughs> strap on dick. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was It was good.
0: All right, well, we're just going to, <clears throat> because this is live and raw, I'm going to ask you to kill your video, boo, because you're obviously, you know, in some far resort where your video is not great.
1: Okay, give me one second.
0: Yeah, and then it'll be a little bit better. While you're yeah. doing that, um, yeah, I've missed you. <clears throat> I missed All you. Right. So you're having fun. Besides- I am. You've been diving with your with your dick
1: out. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it's been it's been great. I um. So here's a fun vulnerable fact. Mm. Um. So I have hemorrhoids, a hemorrhoid on my asshole, and right. anyways, with sea salt water and sitting in wet scuba mm. gear all day, uh, my poor butthole's been inflamed. <laughs> so it's like itchy and annoying, right? Right. So. Uh, the, the languages spoken here are English, uh, but mostly Dutch and poplamento.
0: Poplamento, is that like a native language?
1: Yes. So, and it's, it's like, there's some blend of Portuguese as well here, but so I go into the grocery store. And there's a lot of um, entrepreneurs, like, you know, f- that are more Asian descent. It, it's very cultural. There's a lot of Europeans here. There's a lot of Asians, uh, some East Indian. A lot of people come here, and it's very, everyone's a local business. There's no McDonald's here, there's no Starbucks. It's very community.
0: It's so very um, small, very Caribbean
1: yes yes
0: and like how big is it like just generally
1: (laughs) you can do the whole island in an hour or two holy
0: shit so it's a small little place
1: yeah it's it's small so i go in (laughs) no (laughs) not that i know so i i I go in my butthole's been itching for like two weeks now and i go in and i'm looking and i don't see. hang on a
0: second so if if your butthole's itching like you're not scratching your ass all the time are you
1: Oh yeah, totally I am.
0: That's the worst thing to do.
1: Oh, I know. It feels so good though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's honestly, you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now, scratching your ass when you have hemorrhoids is probably the closest that you'll feel what a G spot feels like in the ass for a guy.
1: Uh well, I've been fucked in the butt and had an orgasm. So But you don't
0: have a G spot in your ass.
1: Uh no, but it is by far the most intense orgasm I've ever felt.
0: Mm, Maybe you are a guy.
1: So Back to my story. So I go in and I'm looking for preparation H or something. And I'm not finding. I'm scanning up and down, looking in the baby diaper aisle, the first aid aisle. I'm everywhere trying to look for it. And Okay, mind you, everything in the stores is in Dutch. So you'll see like similar things like Snickers or Butterfinger or baby lotion, diaper, Mm. whatever it is. But it's all in Dutch.
0: Right, right.
1: So I, I can't find it. So I go up to this uh, Asian clerk and I said, excuse me, do you have um, cream for hemorrhoids? And she kind of looks at me weird because there's a language barrier. Right. And the, the woman I was with, one of my acquaintances or friends, she pointed to her butt <laughs> and, the, and the woman the woman looks and she grabs like laxatives and fleet and things for constipation right. off the shelf. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. So I, I make my gesture, my hand, like uh, I enclose my finger and my hand, make a fist and showing the top of the fist, like it's a tight sphincter. And I said, <laughs> I go, butthole. And I start scratching the, the top of the hand that looks like a sphincter. And I pointed to my butt. I said, hemorrhoids vein inflamed and she's like no 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 and so i'm like fuck never mind okay so we leave so i dealt with an itchy butthole that night
0: <laughs> so,
1: then, <laughs> so then the next day my friend here takes me to the drugstore mm-hmm. <clears throat> and in the drugstore again there's antilles uh culture the native people and then right. this dutch woman and of course everything is in dutch
0: That's right <clears throat> so,
1: I'm looking. I see condoms. I see tampons. I see you know everything in the first aid aisle. I see baby diaper cream for butts. So I'm looking at the ingredients. I know what witch hazel and like right. zinc oxides in it. So I'm trying okay, to can read I ask
0: before you do anything di- else? Did you take out Google Translate?
1: So I have no Wi-Fi here.
0: Oh, so you can use your phone. No one with you had yeah. Google Translate?
1: No. So I'm trying to like do this on my own. So nice. I again go to this uh, Antilles woman and I said, uh, do you have anything for hemorrhoids? And I do the, the shape of a sphincter itching <laughs> the butt and I point to my butt and she's looking at me weird. Like, uh, I, I don't understand. And I said, you know, like, I don't know what the Dutch word for hemorrhoid is or what they call it. Cause they say things differently. Like uh, when close. I read the box, yeah. it says cosmetic for veins. Is how they oh, described it.
0: Right, because the vein is getting irritated.
1: Yeah, so I right. finally said, "Inflamed, inflamed vein, itchy vein, hemorrhoid right. on itchy. anus." <laughs> so she takes me to the the section, and there's hemorrhoid creams, but there's like fifty different kinds. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to read the boxes, and finally, I get it says like voodoo huge ron d
0: anus
1: (laughs) and i was like okay anus i I know what that means right (laughs) so i ended up finding some cream for my butthole and then i made friends with a scuba dutch woman i showed her my butthole cream and i said i thought you said you
0: you showed her your butthole
1: I showed her the the thing. I told her what happened. I said, is this for hemorrhoids? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like for pregnant women. I'm like, I'm not pregnant, but anyone can have hemorrhoids.
0: Well, yeah, but, but pregnant women definitely get them.
1: It's, it's funny because there's a huge language differences I know. of how they describe things. Like, I've been hanging out with this Dutch guy scuba diving, mm. and I like it. It's kind of cute because their language when he says things and how it translates or he'll be like, um, is, am I, and I'm like, Oh, are you questioning your English? No, you're saying it right. It's just, we say it.
0: it Yeah. How they they phrase the sentence is different. Yeah.
1: And and describe things. It's it's funny. It's really funny. I I enjoy it. It's not funny. It's just educational and fun.
0: So did, well, that's the, that's the fun about going to to a holiday where you don't speak a language like it's almost like you don't feel like you're on a holiday if you can't speak a different language you know what I mean right like it's fun totally um how's your asshole
1: um it's still itchy sometimes I have That's to better. medicate my butthole every day but yeah <laughs> I'll need to uh wait till I get back to Canada and get my medication my suppositories <laughs> but it'll probably be better because I'm not in oh, wet yeah. clothes all day and like dry suits and well it's
0: when you first water. get to it's when you first get to a new place you know your body's trying to figure things out and you're excited and you're <clears throat> doing things and you probably had some drinks and passed out on the beach or something <laughs> uh
1: no i think you know me better i'm usually no the
0: you're a total partier <laughs> you're a total partier and yeah. drunk you're waste well listen you are drinking with me on this podcast like when's the last time you had a drink on the podcast right? Mm, I don't know. Cheers, by the way.
1: Cheers. I'm enjoying my margarita.
0: I'm enjoying a beer at 9am um, in the morning <laughs> back here in Canada.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have a, a time difference. It's acceptable for me to have this margarita right now. So,
0: So, so your days are waking up uh putting cream on your asshole and then sitting in the sun (laughs) sitting in the sun and going scuba diving
1: kind of like that i wake up i do a little yoga cream on my butthole and um, make breakfast for my housemates and yeah we do scuba diving snorkeling beaching i've actually i'm helping them build their business stuff
0: so we've been doing
1: a lot of Some of photography and GoProing videos and doing all that stuff for their business. So,
0: well, before we started, we had the Wi Fi going for a bit with the video, and you look very relaxed. You needed a vacation.
1: Yeah, you're cutting out a little bit. So, hopefully, my Wi Fi is not too shabby. Um, It is. No, it's been great. Yeah. I've been, um, doing lots of vanilla stuff but at the same time i've been meeting some people and um, passing out our podcast business card
0: oh my god you're Um, always a networker (laughs) let's get let's get our let's get our uh up any in the dutch and killies let's get our numbers way higher
1: so it was funny i went to a local sex shop here and bought some new fun stuff because that's what i do when i travel i like to explore the sex shops and support local and Yeah. Uh I said something about uh being a dominatrix and she goes, Oh, you would be so busy here. And I'm like, hook a girl up. Did
0: you have you connected with the kink community there?
1: It isn't very big.
0: Well, it sounds like a small island to begin with, so
1: yeah, but there there's definitely some kinky uh guys here and people, so for sure. There's
0: always kinky people around. Listen, we know our kinky people, they're everywhere. Mm. I met a really,
1: um, cool lady who's into strap-on, so it was fun hanging out with her for the day, and no, I'm definitely, but, you know, not, not really focusing on kink, like, we go, you know, hikes or diving and talk about things outside of kink, but it's nice to know that people, it seems like when they're kinky, it's like, cool, you don't have to filter your conversation.
0: Right, well, you're on holiday, I mean, kink, um, Sometimes it really feels like a job to you, right? Because you've made it a job sometimes. So it's good. Just you're having fun. You're relaxing.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not making any decisions. It's great. People <laughs> bring me drinks and I'm just like, thank you.
0: Um. Well, the last time we recorded, both you and I had COVID. You looked, sound like you've recovered all the way.
1: <laughs> uh, I was asymptomatic. I just kind of had a cough from a previous head cold. So I don't know when I got COVID or... I
0: don't know. Yep. Yep. I'm back in full healthy too.
1: Yeah. I let you borrow my apartment to recover.
0: (laughs) Yes. That was very nice. I got to stay there for quite a while and uh, very sweet of you. And um, (laughs) I had my daughter come over for one night and she's like, am I going to see anti-dominatrix sex toys? I'm like, no, they're put away.
1: (laughs) They're pretty well. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty decent looking in my apartment.
0: I love that she still calls you anti-dominatrix.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like it too. It's sweet.
0: <laughs> she um, she did enjoy your pictures on the wall.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know what? I was thinking the other day because, um, you know, we haven't chatted for a while and stuff. And <clears throat> I have been sitting at home a lot more, relaxing and just kind of uh, binging Netflix TV shows. And I started binging um, all the, (laughs) let's just call it junk food for uh, TV. I've been binging Emily in Paris and Too Hot to Handle. (laughs) What
1: is that again? Emily, I didn't hear you. You cut out.
0: So Emily in Paris. So that's a TV show about... This young girl that is from Chicago, and she gets transferred from work to Paris, and then she's living a life of uh, fashion and meeting <clears throat> new guys and new experiences, and it's all about love and breakup. And <clears throat> I binged it. It was it's it's like junk food TV. It's been great. <laughs> it's like who is Emily gonna fall in love with this time? <laughs> and then all watching too hot for handle and i don't know if you've seen that that is a tv show where it's all of these absolutely insanely sexy looking women and and guys and they put them on an island it's a game show like a reality show but they're not allowed to have sex they're not allowed to kiss and they're not allowed to masturbate
1: god i would succeed at that
0: well and the thing is is what they do is they do all these things the goal is to teach these all these people that have are like very horny very alpha uh people that are used to getting things their way because they're beautiful and they use sex to right see (laughs) See?
1: i would still win though because i appear that way but deep down i'm a demisexual and i abstain for many many months
0: So what they would, yeah,
1: sign me up. I would win. I
0: would
1: (laughs) dominate that.
0: Well, they, they, these people are in the early twenties, mid twenties. So they're, they're getting young people on purpose. Right. So they're trying to, they're trying to teach them to um, have connections, emotional connections rather than physical connections, But what it, so there's a lot of funness to it. And of course they videotape everything and people get caught doing things. And, uh, you know, it's part of the fun, but what I was thinking about, this is not a show about TV, (laughs) but what was interesting is the question that came up, which you and I have kind of talked about before, but like, does sex, does sex get in the way of a good relationship? Does being physical, um get in the way of a good connection with somebody so the premise on the show one of the shows is is that you know if you all of a sudden start jumping into bed with somebody and being physical you're not really connecting them connecting with them on a on a deeper level so you you're not giving yourself a chance with the relationship And, you know, this Emily and Pear show is all about her getting into bed with new people and then the complications that come with it. And then, you know, did I sleep with that one person and does it really mean anything or did we just have sex? And so really sex is the complication factor in all of these relationships. And so I thought it was an interesting topic because I think you and I have different feelings about uh sex and relationships on some levels um I won't summarize your feelings but I mean for you you know I enjoy I enjoy um well I've said I enjoy casual sex you know I enjoy sex with people that you could say are friends or I enjoy sex with you know like one night stands um And you, like you just mentioned, you consider yourself a demisexual, right? Like, you need deep, deep connections first. So, I mean, what do you think?
1: Yes. I No, I I think that's... in. Even some people would even say we can take it to a DS dynamic. Some people just can't be vulnerable with anyone. And some people like playing with everybody.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, we see it in the kink community where... Um, sex is almost like the barrier, right by 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 being by thinking about sex or being objectified or objectifying other people, um, it stops you from having an emotional connection. But can sex create but the other let's let's take the other side of it. can sex create a deeper connection? Say that again can sex create a deeper connection
1: um yes it can because it releases on a a biological thing the chemistry like the chemicals that's
0: released yeah I mean I would say like the first time you like we've all gone on dates with somebody right like you go on a first date you go on maybe you've chatted with this person online because that's the way things are You have this um, intense online conversation, maybe it gets really flirty, and you send, you know, sexy pics back and forth, or maybe send some sexy snaps, a little bit hot and heavy, and then you actually go on a date with this person and you go for dinner. And then sometime in the night, typically near the end of the night or later on, you have your first kiss. You wake up,
1: and their penis is inside you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: no that's called date rape (laughs) no um no but what I'm saying is like you have that first kiss and then all of a sudden when you have that kiss you're like oh there's no spark there's no chemistry
1: see uh, I'm the type of person that and uh, we're both different when it comes to sex like you like to have fun you can sleep with random strangers and then have something more and trust me I am the type of person. Sample the apple pie before you take the whole fucking pie home. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think a lot of it is my past history and experiences. Like I've had a lot of abusive relationships and trauma and sexual abuse. And so therefore I need a connection because I've had issues with men Mm -hmm. just using me for my sex, which Mm -hmm. is funny because now I'm a paid dominatrix. Right. But it's, I guess for me, like I need to know that they're on the same grounds morally and Mm -hmm. um, chemistry needs to happen before sex. And I find too, so my previous DS dynamic, we just jumped into a DS and the sex and the relationship's a fucking nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like it's when it comes to the chemistry and the things that I need for emotional love and the consistency and the devotion as a partner, right. it's not present. So right. I think to answer that question, everybody's relationships are different. Some people like the sex, but I'm personally like to know that the outdoor hobbies, the, the personality, the chemistry,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, everything else has to come before sex
0: Well and so it's very interesting. I would say that my um, my I've had both sides of this relationship this this dynamic because we've talked about it before I grew up very religious and there was no sex before marriage right So I got mm-hmm. married a virgin um, there was no sex before now we did fool around okay but like we didn't have sex. Um, I think we could tell there was a sexual chemistry for sure. Like we could, we could tell that we were physically and uh, we were very much sexually attracted to each other, but I grew up, you know, no sex before marriage. We dated for almost a year before we got married, still a very short time, but we did date. We got to know each other uh, very well. We talked a lot. We communicated a lot and we got married now that was a you know a 25 plus year uh relationship um but at the same time there was also so so that's one side of the argument said hey you know you this is what you did and you ended up having a long relationship out of it and i've talked about before on the podcast my marriage (laughs) um there was definitely some things in there that were toxic about that relationship Mm -hmm. um but it was, you know, I loved my, my marriage. I don't regret that. And that was a beautiful relationship. And it's turned into a different relationship, right? Now we're co-parents and it's we still love each other as, as parents of our children and respect each other. Um, but also too, though, there was definitely things that came up from that relationship that directly related to the fact that we didn't know about Our sexual chemistry and about our sexual history and i think i'm going to relate that more to the religious issues that were holding us back but we didn't know we were so um naive about sex and what was going on about it and what was happening and now we've talked about how my feelings are with things and i've had i would say some long-term relationships um you know, nothing more than a year since um, you know, since that relationship. But I mean, I've had
1: that's good not long relationships.
0: Term no, I know, <laughs> I, I know it's not long term, but it's it's not like a it's not like I was just dating someone for two months or something like that, right? So yeah, okay. but I felt that I've had very, very close, very meaningful relationships, very emotionally connected relationships with partners that was very much, first of all, based on sex. <clears throat> um
1: and But do you feel the sex has caused the uh, chemical attraction? Or do you think because of the sex, you start uh, growing together and getting to know them as a person? uh, And that's why.
0: I mean, I I think I would take a look at different relationships. (laughs) Um, There were relationships I had where I I felt that I was sexually not the same person. Maybe like I I would say that I was not sexually the best person I could be, but the relationship was so emotionally amazing where I've connected Mm -hmm. with someone deeper on an emotional level. And the sex sometimes was, um, awkward. Um, I think because of the other, because I think, you know, we were, there were so many other issues that sometimes gets in the way. Um, But then I've had other ones where the sex was how the relationship started and it brought us so close and so deep. And, you know, now and I'll even talk about like my Dom relationship, the sex was the way we became deeper with each other through the sex. i felt vulnerable through the sex. I felt, um, Uh, I was able to emotionally connect better because of that, because of being stripped down, because of being so open and um, uh, like letting this person see a side of me. That was something I thought I should hide. Right. So through sex, I felt the relationship was deeper. Mm. So, I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I I understand the general context. I mean, I I don't disagree. There are people that are using sex as a barrier. Like, you know, people will have sex with someone on the first date. And it's kind of like, yeah, I don't think this is the right person, but hey, I'm going to fuck this person. But like, if they really want to have a relationship, they're not going to have sex on the first date.
1: some people you know just want to have sex right they're just horny mm-hmm. they want to have mm-hmm. sex or <clears throat> they look at someone they're like i'm attracted and they just like the physical appearance they could care less what the person's name or i shouldn't say that that sounds very they I know they just what you're saying they just don't care about the other substance it's not on their agenda or what they're needing or sure. wanting at that time
0: sure but then you would make the argument that's most likely that's not going to create a Beautiful, let's talk about a heterosexual relationship. That's not going to create a beautiful boyfriend girlfriend relationship, most likely, right? That's just, hey, we both want to get off and have fun.
1: And there's, yeah, there's some people that just aren't into long term. I had a conversation with a girl on the scuba trip that we were hanging out and I opened up what I do for a living and stuff. And she ended up meeting this guy here on the island on Tinder and like hooked up. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just, we were just talking openly about sex when we were having beers on the beach. And I just said, yeah, shockingly, as sexual of a person that I come off and I am with my sexuality, I have never had a one night stand. I just can't do that. I fantasize about being a slut. Oh my God, I'd have so much fun probably. But I just like, there's something within me that it's just not fulfilling with mm-hmm. getting to know someone on a outside kink or sexual and growing with them and other attributes and ways than just sex, and she mm. is the opposite. She's like, "Oh my god, I love one night stands. I love." So I don't know. I wish we could get went me her number. That...
0: Yeah, <laughs> She's
1: actually just flew back to the states. I and as we were talking, like I I wish I would ask the questions. Like I want to know: Is it the thrill? of you know um and some people's lives are just busy right they don't want commitment they're very into their career or sure sure whatever it is we all have our different paths um i think this is a really complicated subject because of course
0: we're not going to solve it
1: no it's not about solving like there's different ways like everybody meets and has a different chemistry with a person whether it's you know, um, long-term or an emotional thing, but you don't, you're not compatible sexually, but because that emotional connection is still strong. Some people, the sex, like you said, um, it's great sex. Um, that so, so I have a problem with an ex partner. He feels like he can be very vulnerable in our sex and be himself.
0: hmm mm-hmm.
1: But like, I feel there's no emotional thing. It's just, I Mm -hmm. feel used and dispensed as a fetish dispenser sex. But to him, he feels the sex makes us feel closer as me being introduced to friends or integrated in the vanilla aspects of their life, an emotional connection Mm of actually hearing the words, I love you and spending quality time. That's more to me than the sex.
0: Yeah. Right. And so that you're definitely of the, of, you know, the argument that the sex, some, you know, sex can get in the way of the actual <clears throat> growing in the relationship, you know, for sure. Right. I mean, I know people.
1: I mean, don't <clears throat> get me wrong. I love sex. Like when I have that one person that I enjoy giving my mundane life to, and we yeah. have a lots of common interests and core values Don't get me wrong. I'd love to fuck them all day long if I could. Of course. um, But it's it's not purely based um, on sex. It's not sexually driven of why I like someone.
0: Would you? I mean, I know people that say. I know this one lady. At one point, she had a rule. She would not have sex uh, before thirteen dates. That was her rule. Uh,
1: It's funny. I don't. fuck within three months and guys really, eh? they'll fuck. yeah totally they think it's weird they're like but you're a dominatrix you do porn sorry um you gotta tick a lot of boxes to get this for free
0: <laughs> right I right. know what
1: I I and it's not like a it's I think it comes down to I don't want to be used for sex mm. uh, I know exactly what I like and I'm a long-term monogamous person so there's certain things that I look at a person that's important to me, for me to be vulnerable and want to give my sex. Otherwise, yes, being a sex worker, uh, you can pay for my value. I know what my sex is worth.
0: Would you, would you move in with someone or, and or marry someone that you've never had sex with?
1: uh marriage i will never do that again I've okay but i'm just twice. using i know i'm just
0: using i'm not saying specific that's why i said moved in would you move no. in with someone that you've never had no. sex with
1: and am i in a relationship or are we just cohabitating because no, no, there's no. lots of people that have no no, like no 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 like
0: sex. no what i'm saying is is like this is your boyfriend and you're going to be boyfriend and girl and you guys are moving in together well, yeah
1: i would i mean after a couple obviously after a couple months i would if the connection and chemistry was there sexual well, that's
0: what i said that's and what i yes, said yes
1: i would but yes would i would it? but i wouldn't move in with them right away i'm a type of person to move in that's pretty serious that's like okay being- but that's what i'm
0: trying to say here i'm trying to get to your serious part what i'm trying to say well, is i so-
1: need to have sex with them before i live with them yes okay
0: yeah because i didn't right like i married somebody before i had sex with them and some people ah, do that
1: okay I see where you're going yeah
0: right like I started you, a life with somebody and never had sex with them
1: see but that's I don't do that old school that's too old school for me well, that's I'm, that's a religious thing
0: well I'm, I'm bringing it up like yeah obviously right like
1: so here here's the thing that I want to counterpart on that so what would you have done if she was horrible in the bedroom or she well, thought you were horrible ex- no i'm serious i
0: know i, I honestly you that can't. would be a i would i don't know what i would have done it would have been horrible
1: here's the analogy you go to the same diner you eat the same pie you eat it multiple <laughs> times and then you're like yeah after a year of eating the same pie you're like i want to buy that whole pie and share it with everyone else i like that pie i know that <laughs> uh, uh, see, the uh, pie is good cherry pie i gotta I got to sample the pie first before I take that shit home to everybody else.
0: Well, I mean, the thing is is like um if the I mean, the thing that's crazy is ultimately with that relationship and it went a very long time, but ultimately one of the I guess you could say issues or one of the things that did come up is that we both felt that we needed to sexually experiment or sexually um uh, try more people. At the end of the day, like that's why we opened up our marriage because we're like, wow, we've <clears throat> we've had great sex um, all this time, but we it definitely came up an issue at some point where it's like, I mean, I was fantasizing definitely having thinking about having sex with other people,
1: but also too, you guys were together for twenty five fucking years.
0: I know, I know. It, so you
1: you. You've put in the work of growing that foundation, exploring each other, being vulnerable to each other in some aspects. Maybe not yep. your your finishes, but you've you've put in a lot of work in and out of each other. You're at each other's best and worst. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I get that when you opened up. You know, like I guess I understand that. For me, it's just I don't know, like. I,
0: well, I'll take another um, side of it. Even I've, in a
1: long-term relationship, you grow a lot.
0: So I'll take another side of it. I know some people recently that basically met, uh, basically started fucking, like, so on their first date, <clears throat> started fucking and had this crazy, like, two, three-week uh, fuck relationship. And it was so hot and heavy. Um But also toxic on some level, and all of a sudden, um, she She became pregnant. And now, they're going to have a real relationship that has been caused because they had sex before they really thought, are they going to be good partners? These guys are now going to be in part of each other's lives for the rest of their lives because no matter what the case is, because they had sex, whether or not they were great as partners or parents or whatever.
1: Any partnership takes work. So if they both want to take upon that path for creating this being and giving this being a healthy environment, totally. That's wonderful. I mean, whether they actually, I mean, look at arranged marriages in India. Like sometimes they don't like the partner that their family has chosen. I actually mm-hmm. met a friend. He is in an arranged marriage. He's a doctor, he's an East Indian guy.
0: Yep.
1: And I hang out and go partying with him. We go to the gay bars, and his yep. wife is smoking hot, beautiful personality, vivacious, gorgeous East Indian woman. He's gay. <laughs> and he doesn't want to have sex with her, and he feels so much guilt. He goes, "I know she's beautiful, and she's an amazing partner, and he feels so bad for not pleasing her sexually because he's not into that." He's well, that
0: well, I mean, that's so he's much different. Men. That's but so much, yeah,
1: arranged marriage. Yeah. So, but outside of that, like, think of taking two complete strangers in an arranged marriage. Let's say. Mm-hmm you know we physically you and i let's just a hypothetical yep. situation yeah our parents wanted you and i to get married and i'm, I'm not physically attracted to you and Thanks. you for whatever oh my it god is, you're not physically attracted or like something about me we just don't get along but over time working together as a team being around each other you start growing i guess that relationship and you start caring and building love comes in many different shapes and forms. I know. We
0: all know. So you know what, this is a funny, this is a funny scenario. What if you and I were arranged marriage? What if your parents and my parents made us get married? Here's a funny thing.
1: You would have the <laughs> sorest bubble in the world. <laughs> and think- you'd be so... <laughs> angry at your life because i would never cuddle with you because i'm not a cuddly person i don't you'd be
0: miserable i don't know if i'd be miserable because you know why the only thing i think where it would work on some level is you and i are great friends but the thing is is you're very controlling and you would (laughs) you would micromanage the shit out of me
1: (laughs) i think you need that i really do i think you (laughs) like structure
0: because like otherwise you'd
1: just be drunk all the time having fun and not getting your priorities set oh. there's there's a reason why you your wife your ex-wife sorry yeah, and yeah. i yeah. are very similar and you like dominant women
0: yeah yeah for sure there's there's <laughs> a,
1: a great book it's uh otten otten becoming a witch. Mm-hmm. And it talks about dominant women and the personality types they should attract to complement their dominance. It's right. actually a, a psychoanalyst book
0: mm-hmm.
1: and using your sex to manipulate and psychoanalyze. Any sex worker should actually read this book. Mm-hmm. It's a great mm-hmm. oldie. So I was actually reading it before my trip here on holiday when I was in the states.. <clears throat> and if you look at the personality traits i'm just applying it to you and your wife or our dynamic right your body shape your personality and what you're like complements the dominant female aspect and even if you look at the dominant male aspect and what complements their personality type it's very mm-hmm. neat. it sucks because our egos get in the way right and that's why it doesn't work out and it constantly conflicts.
0: Right. Egos are definitely a death to relationships in a lot of things. Like just going back to e- these. Yeah.
1: Egos are great for casual sex because you're not going to yeah. get to know. Just that's hit right. it and quit it as I tell my guy friends.
0: <laughs> my right. guy
1: friends are like, I'm not going to use my real name, but they'll be like, how do I get this girl to like me? Oh my God, she's so hot, but I don't want to take her home to mom. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm like, honey. Just hit it and quit it. Don't tell her where you work so she's not sitting there trying to milk your pension and 401k. Just (laughs) tap that shit. Don't take her to your place. Just It's like a stray cat. Just don't feed it. Just fucking use it and kick it to the
0: curb. That's so horrible. That's so horrible. Oh my god.
1: It's so horrible, but it's true. Just hit it and quit it.
0: I miss you. I'm glad you're having fun out there.
1: uh yeah it's it's been slow days it's slow days
0: um how much longer are you up there for like another few weeks
1: yeah yeah i'm not coming back till like sometime the end of february or
0: end of february
1: so uh what somebody somebody's paying for my trip to mexico i had someone reach out and um
0: (laughs) you are traveling the world (laughs) (laughs)
1: a submissive um, wants to spend some time with me and paid for my flight back into Canada and my accommodations and stuff. So,
0: Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah,
1: Yeah, step up, boys. Spend some time with me. No, I I, I was going to come back the first week of February, so now my trip uh, surprisingly got extended, so I was like, Mm. yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to have fun with this and see what the universe has to offer.
0: Well, first thing we're going to do is we're going to get you to buy a better set of headphones so we can do some recordings and they have better sound quality.
1: I have a good set of headphones. What you you need is a microphone.
0: You need a better set of microphone. Um, Well, this was really nice. It was a fun little discussion. I mean, obviously, we didn't solve it. That's going to be the age old problem. That's not um,
1: my fucking job.
0: Um but I love that you're out there whipping your dick out and uh well you're maybe not fucking butts but you're scratching butts.
1: <laughs> um let me show you my new outfits that I bought. Oh, okay. Sex-
0: okay, I'll turn the so- camera back on. Hang on. Okay. Turn
1: do I need my on. camera? I don't yeah. need my camera on do I?
0: Yeah, I can't see you if you don't put your camera on. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. uh. how I figure you would think with zoom because I do it's concerts. very easy it's just so down at
0: the I've, bottom oh since I've been
1: down here I had a lot of people inquiring about dominatrix sessions and I'm like I'm not there
0: mm. all right let's see this oh okay explain it Ooh, cute. so
1: it's red and it's got fishnets and it's a bodysuit.
0: so the fishnets so you'll see all your boobies and everything through it
1: Yes, yes, Ooh, it's really... I'll, um, if you're on my OnlyFans or lover fans, mm. you'll get to see it.
0: Nice.
1: Got these panties. So we got pink with,
0: with the zebra stripes. Ooh.
1: Hot pink.
0: Yeah, very hot pink. Ooh, red. Just like red.
1: Ladybug. It's like a ladybug.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are cute. Yeah. Those are really cute. So i like that picture yeah, of your uh, butt you sent me on the beach the other day
1: yeah the boys were bored hanging out at the beach after our snorkeling and uh, one of them's like can i put kern rocks on your butt i was like <laughs> yeah sure i don't care so they were building rocks on my butt <laughs> and then one of them goes sea turtle and i was like ah fuck you <laughs>
0: Well, uh, I love everyone uh, joining us and I love being able to talk to you, boo, even though thank you everyone, even though it's not the greatest connection, we will be making some episodes and this is of course season three, babe. This is a season three, uh, what do you call it? Uh, opening or whatever the fuck, what do we call the beginning of season three?
1: (laughs) Season three. (laughs) So shout out to our sponsors, Switch Kitchen, who are based out of Vancouver. If you really enjoy some BDSM porn, check out switchkitchen.xyz. They are body positive, consensual, fun, and they will fulfill all your BDSM needs from Mm -hmm. cream pies to felching, to getting <laughs> ass fucked, to impact, you name it. So check them out. Uh, they're on OnlyFans, many vids, Pornhub at switchkitchen.xyz.
0: Absolutely. And you can always find us at True North Dom D O M M E on Instagram, FetLife, also on the internet at .com. And uh, where else can they find you, girl?
1: If you cannot get enough of an adventurous woman who runs around the world pegging assholes who's a femdom you can check out my content at daddyred.xyz and there's some hot fun photos and of my traveling adventures on twitter right now at underscore daddyred underscore
0: okay well i love you and i miss you i'm glad you're having fun and uh, take us out girl
1: keep it kinky keep it freaky Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.